0: Richer. That song for the whole state of Texas, because Texas had a great weekend in college football. U of H, A&M, Tech, TCU, Baylor, SMU, Texas State, University of Texas, San Antonio, UTEP, and the University of Texas all won this weekend. Captain Marvel, a marvelous weekend of college football. I'm your host, Jeff Dallas Pelham. Um, My other co-hosts, BJ and Stuffy, were not able to be with me tonight, but that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and take this thing solo tonight. We get the band all back together for the next show. So what we're going to do is go through this college top 10 and all the action that happened this weekend. And it was a big weekend with some big upsets. So um, I hope everybody's team won. I know they didn't, but if your team didn't win, don't worry about it. It is a long season. We got four more months to go but I will tell you this, my team won UT the Longhorns. It's about time, we looking real good, but I will get to them later. First, let's start off with Alabama vs. USC. Alabama beat the living hell out of them, 52 to six. Freshman Jalen Hurts goes six for 11, 118 yards, two touchdowns and one pick. He looked a little shaky at first, but then he came through and he looks really good. His receiver, Darius Stewart, Four catches, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, That combination is going to be pretty lethal. I know Jalen Hurts is a true freshman, so we might have a couple more years of him. He looks really dangerous and strong. Alabama, they started out slow, but you know how Alabama is. They're going to kick it into high gear. It doesn't take them too long. So if they're just looking at half speed now, just imagine what they're going to look like once they get in full throttle. So that was no surprise. I think the biggest surprise was the point spread. USC has really fallen on hard times. This isn't the USC that we know. This ain't the Reggie Bush, Matt Leiter USC. Um, we're used to the dominant, powerful USC, but after Pete Carroll left, the program's been up and down. And I don't know, it, it's, it's looking bad, but it's a long season. So it, I, I take two things out that game. Either Alabama is really that good, or USC is really that bad. I might lean towards Alabama probably is really that good, and I don't think they've hit the full throttle yet, so that's going to be a pretty dangerous situation for everybody else. Now, let's move on to number two, Clemson at Auburn. It was a tough game. I expected it to be a tough game. I knew it wasn't going to be a cakewalk, but Clemson did what they needed to do. They pulled out a 19-13 win. Deshaun Watson went 19 for 34, 248 yards, one touchdown, one pick. It wasn't a glamorous game by him. Um, I know he's a Heisman hopeful but however, he did what he had to do. He got the win That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go on the road in these tough environments and get a win and that's exactly what happened So I'm not gonna count them on style points or discount them or anything But that's the biggest thing when you go into these tough situations these tough stadiums and winning on the road It really tells the character of your team. I mean anybody can win at home But when you have those tough road games on the road you win, winning. that tells a lot about your team. So that's a good way to start the season. So Deshaun Watson will play better during the year, but you know, every now and then, people have those off games. Moving on. Oh boy. Now, this was a shocker, but it wasn't a shocker. Number three, Oklahoma at Houston, and Oklahoma goes down, 33 to 23. Damn. Houston will win. Greg Ward Jr. He. He, he's somebody to look out for. He went 23 for 40, 321, two touchdowns and no picks. I mean, he was scrambling. He was making plays with his feet. He was eluding defenders left and right, and he really had a really good game. He's going to be somebody to really look out for. I mean, it, he had a really good game. A uh, telling stat, Houston converted 9-18 on third down. I know that's only 50%, but a lot of those third downs were, convert, were converted. Late in the game, where Oklahoma defense just couldn't get off the field, Baker Mayfield he went 24 for 33, 323, two touchdowns, and no picks. So he had a decent game, but he didn't get the win. But the biggest thing with me is Oklahoma just seemed like they can't win the big game. And I would have to put a lot of that on Bob Stoops. People say he's an elite coach now, at his 17-year, 17, 17 year career. At Oklahoma, he did go 179 to 46. That is 80% winning percentage, which is pretty good. But I think the telling stat on Bob Stoops is when we had the BCS around. He went four and six in BCS games, and in bowl games he has went eight and nine. Both of those winning percentages are less than 50%. And if you're an elite coach, you, you got to do better than that. So. I really don't know how he's hang, holding on to his job. I mean, you, you have to be better, you know, in Oklahoma. that They have been known for losing big games like this. They've been known for DCS championship games, uh, bowl games. I remember the year they lost to Boise State. They, they just lost a lot of big games so I think they should have won. It's a couple years they lost to Texas, where they should have blown Texas out, out the field, but they didn't do it. I, I, I don't know. Uh, they haven't won a national title since 2000. So OU, I, I, right now I think they overrated. I think they will get it together. But um, I think this is more about Houston. I think Houston is a lot better team that people are giving them credit for. Like I said, Greg Ward Jr., he, he is the real deal to me. And, um, I'm not going to jump on the Houston bandwagon so early yet. The telltale sign of a team... Is what they do on their first big road test. That's going to tell you if the team is legit or not legit. So I, I would say Houston is a very good team, but let's just wait and see what happens when they have their first big road game. But other than that, that was a big win for Houston. It's going to do a lot for their program. No, it's going to do a lot for their recruiting. Next game, Florida State hasn't played yet, so we're going to wait on that. Here's another one. Number five, LSU at Wisconsin, LSU goes down 14 to 16. Brandon Harris, 12 for 21, 131 yards, one touchdown and two picks. Leonard Fournette, 23 carries for 138 yards and no touchdown. The biggest story I would have to say this would probably be Brandon Harris. We just haven't seen the progression that we should be seeing from Brandon Harris from last year to this year. Um, the offense looked vanilla. The offensive line wasn't blocking it well. But Brandon Harris has to have a better game than what he had up there in Wisconsin. Because, look, he's in the SEC and everybody's circling the calendar, calendar for LSU and Alabama. I, I can tell you right now, from what I've seen from LSU and what I've seen for Alabama, it, I, I just can't see LSU winning that game. Not with the quarterback play and the offense that they got. I mean, Brandon Harris is going to have to really, really, really make some significant improvement by the time they play Alabama. It's just going to be no contest. I I just don't see right now how LSU could beat Alabama. I I mean, Alabama's been beating them for years, so I I just don't see it. Not not from what I see from LSU. That was a big game. They should have went up there and won that game. They're the number five team in the nation. If you look talent for talent on the roster, they got way more talent than Wisconsin. They just couldn't pull out the win. I mean, Les Miles, he's, don't get me wrong, he's a good football coach. People don't want to give him credit for that, but he's actually a good coach. But lately, he just hasn't been winning. I mean, his record is 112-33. and He's 74 in bowl games. He does have a BCS title. I mean, people say those are Nick Saban's boys, and I would agree with that. But however, you're there and you got to coach him. So you got to give him some kind of credit for that, for getting that win. I mean, you got the talent there. You got to coach him. So he did do that. But I don't know. LSU, just like Oklahoma, there's a lot of question marks, especially around Brandon Harris. I think Leonard Fournette, he's going to come around. But without Brandon Harris being a threat, they're just going to key in on Leonard Fournette. and, And you just can't win with just him. You're going to need some quarterback players. And right now, Brandon Harris has really got to step it up. I mean, you're going to play Ole Miss. You're going to play Alabama. I mean, their schedule is pretty tough when you look at it. And they're going to really need him to step it up. So hopefully they get it together. And we'll see. We'll see. Especially when it comes down for them to play Alabama. Right now, I don't see it. I see Alabama winning that game pretty easily. But maybe not easily because LSU plays them pretty tough down there at home. But we'll see. Moving on, Ohio State beat Bowling Green 77-10. I mean, that, that's no surprise. JT Barrett, he did go 21 for 31, 349. Six touchdowns and one kick. And he ran six times for 30 yards and another touchdown.
1: Yeah. So he had a
0: really good game. JT Barrett's always been a talented quarterback. It, it was hard for him when um, you had Cordell Jones there and the other Braxton Miller. But now they're gone, and it is the JT Barrett show all by itself now. So Ohio State's going to be another team to look out for. It's hard to judge them when they're playing Bowie Green, but in the next coming weeks we'll finally tell about them. Next team, number seven, Michigan, beat Hawaii 63-3. William Spates went 10 for 145 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. Running back Chris Evans went eight carries, 112 yards, and two touchdowns. That is going to be a game when that game happens. Ohio State versus Michigan. That is going to be a game. I'm not going to even give you a prediction right now. I'm going to save that for, for later in the season. But I don't know. It, it's going to be really telling. Oh, I mean, Michigan has a pretty tough schedule coming up. Uh, but Jim Harbaugh has really turned that program around. Before he got there, Michigan was not doing anything. They were barely winning games. They were barely going 500. But um, Jim Harbaugh has really turned that program around. And sometimes, that's all the difference. A coach, one coach came, turned the whole program around. And Michigan is starting to look back like the old Michigan that we used to see, the Michigan when Charles Woodson was there, that type of Michigan. So it's good to see them back on top again. Um, Jim Harbaugh is going to have them ready. I I predict Michigan – might be in the college playoffs, maybe if they beat Ohio State. It's gonna come down to that game. To me, I think the Big Ten is a two team race between Ohio State and Michigan, and of course, the winner of that is gonna go to the playoffs. So that is going to be huge. Moving on, number eight, Stanford beat Kansas 26 13. Christian McCaffrey went. 22 carries, 126 yards, and two touchdowns. He did have a punt return for a touchdown, but it got called back. Christian McCaffrey, if you don't know anything about him, he is the real deal. Because he plays at Stanford, he doesn't get a lot of notoriety. To be a white running back, you know, that's very rare these days. He's talented. He's really good. So if you um, see Stanford on TV, you need to check him out. He's a real talented running back. And he's going to be a Heisman finalist. So I'm going to keep an eye on him. Number nine, Tennessee against Appalachian State. Tennessee, I'm just going to call it. They they got lucky. They should have lost that game. They should have lost that game. They won off a fumble that went in the end zone. They recovered it for a touchdown in overtime. But, hey, sometimes you got to be lucky. And, and that's what it all came down to. The W But Tennessee really did not look impressive at home against Appalachian State. And it took them to overtime. So, either... Appalachian State is that good or Tennessee is that bad. I don't know. I can't really call it. But Tennessee I look for them to improve. I think that was just a bad game they had. But we'll see. And last but not least, Texas beats Notre Dame in double overtime 50-47. to That's a great game. Deshaun Kaiser from Notre Dame. I'm going to tell you right now, that dude's the real deal. 15 for 24 215, five touchdowns, no picks. He also carried the ball for 13 times, 77 yards, and one touchdown. He might be in the Heisman conversation. When they kept him in the game and didn't switch him out, man, no danger starts scoring it well. I mean, this guy's good. So, I don't think there's going to be any more Quarterback controversy at Notre Dame. But Sean Kaiser, to me, he is the starter. So that guy, he he played well. He played well. So Notre Dame should be optimistic about their future quarterback. But the biggest story is Texas. True freshman Shane Boucher went 16 for 26, 280, two touchdowns, one pick. He also carried for five, five times, 33 yards, and one touchdown. Hey. This is the first time I've been excited about the quarterback position in a long time in Texas. After Colt McCoy, we went through a long, long drought where we didn't have any kind of good quarterback play. And this guy's a true freshman, and he stepped up on the big stage and performed well. I mean, he had a boneheaded INT, but I expect that from a freshman quarterback. But other than that, he really had a good game. It was, when Texas was behind, he led them down the field to get the touchdown. He shows some heart. He shows some poise. And I'm telling you, the future looks good at the quarterback position. I know it's one game, but it's a good start. Tyrone swoops. Carried the ball 13 times, 53 yards, and three touchdowns. The last one being the game winner. With him being a senior, I know it has to hurt that a true freshman is starting over here. But he swallowed his pride and. He did what he had to do for the team. And really, this might work out for him because the NFL could be looking for him as a short yardage running back. So Tyrone Swoops did what he needed to do. But I think the biggest thing is Charlie Strong got a big win. I'm glad they was patient with him. I'm really glad he really got this win. Texas showed hard. When they went down, they could have just folded and just go back, like, oh, we're the same team from last year, but they showed hard. They took the lead. The game got tied on a blue extra point, block, ran back for a touchdown. I, I haven't seen that. And that tied the game. So that was crazy. Game went in overtime. Texas didn't fold. They gave up a touchdown. Then they held them to a field goal next possession. Texas scored two touchdowns. And them boys are back. I, I think they're back. Now, will they win the Big 12? I don't know. I gotta see them um, against uh, some real, real good competition. the thing was competition, but I gotta see more. I gotta see what they do on the road in a tough environment. Where they fold, where they come through, it's a lot to wait and see. But Texas fans have a lot, and I'm talking about a lot to be optimistic about. So that wraps up the top 10 roundup for college football. I mean, it was an exciting weekend. If this weekend is the telltale for the rest of the year, I mean, we're about to have a real exciting college football week I mean, weekend a year. That was great. All the overtime games, the upsets. So if this keeps happening like this, hey, this is going to be one hell of a year. So that's going to about wrap it up. The next show is going to be the NFL predictions. So we'll see if we pick your team to win the division, win the Super Bowl. That's going to be the next show. But I'm going to leave you with unsigned hype. It's my boy Ricky Lat. The title of the track is called "Thank You." Man, the boy is talented. Go download him on iTunes. Go check him out. He got some real talent. Uh, Until next time, peace. Horns up. Hook them. Love you.
1: When I feel so unworthy, need music to ease my mind. Check at high rhyme. Granny had me in the choir stand, choir stand Singing lead me, guide me Just a closer walk so the Lord could find me Age four, didn't know that this feeling that I'm feeling Would have me making rhythms to the world to show, just a young soul, young soul At my mom and daddy house playing bungo In the band hall, practicing my drum roll. drum roll But in my case, the trombone Me and Baker boy, they a band to play some, say something We, we, we can, can take it there down. if you want it, boy bass drum, man, you're dealing with I'm a Joyce. Joyce. I know you thought we was Kit Kat. We bar none, little daddy, you catch that just just fast. Hershey kisses, yelling, go, Rick, go. Go, go. They want a sugar daddy, but they get zero. zero. I bet a hundred grand you can be that lifesaver if you give them sugar babies and you let them scope. Mama said, be careful who you get your rock and roll to, or you be pushing baby root down Fifth Avenue. Keep in mind on the Milky Way, hold H State down and represent where you're from, baby, Fruitwood Mounds. Yes, yeah, fruitwood mounds. Yes, yeah, fruitwood mounds. That's how we get down. That's how we get down. Chill. If you don't know, you don't now, know. now you know. Now you oh, chill. Low, have mercy. I sure get weak sometimes. Check out high grind. When I feel so unworthy, need music to ease my mind. Check out high ride my mama didn't, didn't, ride take ride. No didn't take no shit my money. daddy had to pay the rent my granny did it all from greed my uncle taught me how to feed how to my, how to my, my mama fit. didn't take no ease my, no my, my daddy had to pay the rent my, my granny did it all from greed my uncle taught me how to feed and i thank you remember being a kill the God. lab where making them beats his partners were bobbing their head and I was tapping my feet trying to understand the formula the way that they kicked it before I knew it I was trapped man it had me addicted seduced, seduced by her love spell this is premanifestation. manifestation the journey of us building our relation parted ways for a minute but kept the flow preserved sealed inside a ziplock I walk with a limp so when I rap they call the hip hop damn but take a pause tell them what you invested tell them what's all involved tell them tell what you have been sacrificing your effort into your cause tell them how you have been pumping your heart and so inside a musical labeled underdog, Damn. but Mama always said there'd be days like this. Days like mama this. also said son, don't you take no. And no. <laughs> Daddy says, son, you know you win some, you lose some. But if you put your heart and soul into it, he, he gon' I show get weak sometimes. Check out high grind when I feel so unworthy. Need music to ease my mind. Check out how I Check my out mama how didn't ride. take no shit My daddy had to pay the rent, my granny did it all from free. My uncle taught me how to read. my mama didn't take no ease My daddy had to pay the rent, my granny did it all from read My uncle taught me how to read, and I thank ya Show sure enough, thank you. And I thank you. you Tell me how to be if you a man. Don't know, now you know. Yeah. Come on.